Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Uncle Stewie speaking. Uh, you're listening to Wickets. Thank you very much. Uh, listen, Wickets are uh, probably the most important thing about my favourite format of cricket, Test Cricket. We'll be talking a little bit about that today. Uh, but you are, as I said, listening to Wickets with Shane, Sharpie and Stew. Test matches are won or lost in the first hour of play. Mm-hmm. 90 overs a day. 15 an hour, unless you're Australia or England, and four minutes and over. It's all about wickets. Meet the team. I'm Stu. I played for Australia, New South Wales, Western Australia, Knots and Somerset. Pretty much a gun for hire. This is Shane Lee. He played for New South Wales, Somerset, Worcester and won a World Cup with Australia. Hello, Stewie. How are you, mate? Wonderful, thank you. And most importantly, the magician, Jack Sharp. <laughs> he played for the Bears, Brothers, Pembroke. Hey, talk about gun for hire. Uh, the Ogres and Old Ignatians. What do you got for us today? What's your magic word, Sharpie? Oh, what do we go? Alakazam. Alakazam. Uh, not bad. Because we're all old, uh, we can't promise you an hour of bowling. But uh, every four minutes, we're going to try and deliver a new over, a new topic and wickets. Play gentlement. We <laughs> oui, oui. oui, oui. Now, uh, it's going to be a long time before we talk about Test Cricket again. So this is, uh, I guess, what you'd call my Test Cricket special. Okay. Uh, test Cricket special. I want to tell you guys, um, Shane and Sharpie, what Test Cricket means to me. So I loved playing short-form cricket. The mm-hmm. shorter the form of the game, the easier, in my opinion, it is for a, a spin bowler to get wickets. So, yeah. of course. And, look, if I'd been playing nowadays, uh, I'd have been smiling from, you know, cheek to cheek, uh, unlike my usual cheerful self. <laughs> uh, um, th- today's uh, What's the Story Morning Glory? And you know what I've forgotten to do, of course? I've forgotten to set my four-minute marker. We so need the timer, Stuart. So we need the timer. Important. That's the only thing yep. I've got going for me. Yep. I always last four minutes. Um, <laughs> no, that's not going for Can me. Can I say okay. in the meantime, happy, <laughs> ber- happy birthday to Shane Lee, 50 yesterday? 50 yesterday, mate, the 8th of August. Right, 50 okay. 50 years of age, 50 not out. Do you feel different, Shane? Oh, do I feel 50? Mentally, no. <laughs> <laughs> i better start the four minutes. Okay, there we go. So, listen, today's What's the Story Morning Glory is all about um, what test cricket is, mm-hmm. where it's going, uh, what it means to me, and and why, despite the fact that all the big bucks are in the short formats of the game, that um, for me, fame, fortune, and the eternal love of cricketing fans across the globe <laughs> are uh, formed in Test cricket. Now, when you play, and, and the three of us have all yep. played cricket in the Northern Hemisphere in in uh, in, in the leagues, it um, if you're sitting on the fence of a county game or um, you know, even even in the villages, when somebody over ex- uh, exuberantly celebrates, so if a four or a six is nicked through the you know, the you know the slips region, um, everybody in the on the on the sidelines will be going, ah, it's amazing, man! and the cry from somewhere in the outfield is inevitably village. Yes. They say that's what village cricket is. Well, I tell you what, I saw the probably the most village moment of all time. Yeah, and maybe we should turn a segment of this. But um, what's your village moment? But I was playing for Enfield against Accrington on on Stanley. Yeah, um, they had this left arm spinner who was about sixty eight to seventy years of age. One of the younger members of the team, left arm spinner. Apparently, um, had the most wickets in the whole league. And he used to field at fine league because he couldn't really see with a pint of port and lemonade. <laughs> nice. And I turned one down to him at fine leg, 
and it got to him and it stopped. And I've never seen a bloke miss a stopped ball <laughs> more times in my life. <laughs> we ran five, but I think, I think he still took five wickets for the match. Now that's what village cricket is. Village cricket is being disrespectful to the main format of the game, okay? <laughs> when you hit a six in, in, in test cricket nowadays, you're finding more and more that the first thing the batsman does is he looks straight at the bowler and goes, so what did you think about that? And beats his chest and carries on like a prima donna. Instead of going... Look at the scoreboard. Oh, Christ, it's the first hour of the first day of the first test. We've got to make it through the entire series. Test cricket is about attrition. Mm -hmm. It's about the war, not the battles. So don't celebrate a little you've just gone over the, the cliff there and you happen to have hit 20 off Stuart McGill's first over. If he gets three for none in the second over, you're in a bit of strife. Trouble, yeah. yep. It's all about how long you can maintain your stare for. Don't mm. blink. No, no or premature celebration. No premature <laughs> I'm <out>. celebration. <laughs> no premature. No, what was that about four That's minutes? That's why I only played one day cricket. <laughs> but I, I think it's all about. It's not about your your cheap teammates like you know Baz sitting up in the. Uh, mm. Let's call him Baz for example. Yeah. Uh, Baz sitting in the changing rooms with his mate Ben, Baz and Ben, the flowerpot men, <laughs> sitting up there uh, screaming with delight when you ramp a six. If you declare. On day one of a test series and you haven't quite worked out that both teams get the same conditions and both teams get to bat for the same amount of time and you're disappointed when you go 2-0 down in a test series, you've missed the plot yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And the point, yeah. And the point. Yeah. Which leads me nicely uh, with 36 seconds uh, to go um, into... Uh, uh, look, it's it's been widely reported uh, throughout uh, mo most traditional forms of media as well as the internet that Uwe is the hottest new ticket in town. Um, people have been talking about great segments in television and media for years now, but Uwe is clearly, um, you know, on the lips of every pseudo-Frenchman in town. Uh, Uwe, le test cricket, gentlemen, will be commencing in three, two... One, Uwe la test cricket, Sharpie. Yep. Where are we at? Well, we don't have any test cricket for a, a few months now. Okay, uh, it does match? turn to, to the next game is until Australia play uh, here at home in really? December. So okay. there's no test. It's all white ball, white Against ball, white Pac ball. Pakistan? And, and more white ball. Yep. That's right. Uh, they've got Pakistan and the West Indies. First test touring in touring this Perth, year. The I first believe. test is over in, over yeah. in Perth. Yeah. So I think when the focus goes from one Ashes series, it goes on straight away to the next Ashes mm. series okay. in a lot of ways. And I think, just quickly, these two sides will be quite different in four years' time. You look at the English side. Mark Wood was the youngest of the English bowlers in the wow. last test. Todd Murphy is the only Australian player under the age of 29. Really? <laughs> so I think you're looking at four Jeez. years' time for the Ashes. It'll be quite different teams. So, Bought uh, you by Booper. Yeah. So you by Booper. Hazelwood, Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins are 29 years old. They're all over. Wow. Yeah. Man, hey, doesn't oh, that – now that you're a 50-year-old, Shane. Now that you're a 50-year-old, kids these days. Oh, my God. Well, mm. that explains why Todd Murphy looked younger than everybody else on the field, mind you. Because he was. Because <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, well, good on him. Um, well, uh, well, I think if you if you wind forward, um, you talk about Wood, um, how physical his bowling action is. I don't think he'll be there in four years' time. No. Um, just the, the amount of stress. He might not even be there in two years' time to come yeah. to Australia. Um, Stokes, we all know he's had a lot of injuries already. Um, mentally, um, he's having troubles with the captaincy and 
the basketball could take its toll on him. It's going to be two very, very different teams. Stokes bowled less than 30 overs in the five tests yeah. as well. So. Yeah. And, yeah. and I wonder how, how long you can actually go about scoring six and a half and over. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get tired as a batsman. You know forget the, about the, the bowlers. The person that will be there is James Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a bit like uh, he's, uh, was it Keith Richards out of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, my God. He's yeah. going to turn, turn yeah. into a pirate. Yes. That's going to yeah. be outstanding. Yeah. I'd like to see Jimmy Anderson as a pirate. Arr. <laughs> Uh, why are pirates called pirates, Shane? Uh, I don't know. Because they are. <laughs> oh, oh, that's dear. good. Dad joke oh, of the dear. day. Dot Where's com. my drum kit? Now, um, <laughs> uh, so the thing that I've got, the question that I've got for you is, is test cricket? Because Baz McCullum, for me, I mentioned last week that I thought that this English team was more of a cult than a cricket team. Mm-hmm. I think that Baz McCullum isn't trying to um, reinvigorate test cricket. I think he's trying to reinvent test cricket. Um, He he believes that the format is done. We're seeing a lot of one-day tournaments popping up all over the globe every single weekend. There's a new T20 comp, which I'm sure Sharpie's going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. But um, do you think that test cricket is a format that needs to be changed? Personally, I, I love the format of test cricket. I think it's the most purest and traditional format, and I think we have to try and work out a way how all these players are going to be signed to central contracts. How do we keep test cricket? I think it's um, it's something that they should take it like seriously. Um, but the West Indies were doing this back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, that they had four fast bowlers who bowled so many bounces a day. They bowled 80 overs. Four and over. Yeah, four and over, right? <laughs> it was really, really hard to score. Then they had two guys called Gordon Greenwich and Desmond Haynes that came out and just smashed the ball everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They were playing Baz ball way before Baz was even born. I think they, they put on three opening partnerships yeah. of 200 or more. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, Baz ball was kind of um, born out of playing against weaker teams. England's yeah. decided to hit weaker yeah. teams uh, to all corners of the pitch. Ireland, I and, believe. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of them. That's where Baz ball was born. They come up against Australia. They didn't win. No. They drew. They've got to go to India and play five tests. In I'd like to see how Baz ball goes in India. I don't think it will go well if they try and run down the wicket to, to the Indian spinners. Um, so I don't think baseball has a, uh, a long life expectancy, to be but honest. But does test cricket, Sharpie? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, hope, I hope so. What do, we, what do we call it? The baggy green? It's not the sort of hard American rip-off truckster hat. Jeez. Mm. Baggy green. Four minutes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Magic moments. Shane, uh, birthday boy. Uh, Sharpie, I think you've got something appropriate for us. All right. Yeah. So magic moments. So a couple of weeks ago, Stewie, we mentioned your 17 wickets and two tests against oh, Bangladesh. It. But don't do worry, it's not you this Oh, we're week. not mentioning him again. 17 it's the, wickets, two tests. It's the birthday boy. All right. So let me set the <laughs> okay. scene for our listeners. Back Fine in party. the uh, <laughs> Back in the mid-90s. Um, Mercantile Mutual sponsored the One Day Domestic Comp Mm -hmm. in Australia Mm -hmm. and they put their advertising signs around the ground as everyone does but they had uh, a few strategically placed and said if you hit one of those signs you get a pocket full of cash and I think they started off at 50 grand and went up by five grand per game and just jackpotted. Mm. Steve Ward did it he was the first to do it and he got about 120 140 grand 140 was it yep All right. so little did this man know who's a this one, man one being our, Shane. Host, this yep. man, Shane Lee. You forgot his name. To... <laughs> oh, my God, he's the birthday not. boy and you forgot his name. Of course not. I was building it to something I'm else. I just had to be called Little. <laughs> it's Shane, Sharpie and Stu. <laughs> little did this man. <laughs> On his way to Canberra to play against the ACT, mm. that uh, things would change. Take us through it, Shane. Well, so, correct, it was 140 grand. Steve will hit it first and we discussed through it that the team how we would split the money up if it happened. Steve will come up with a formula that the... Uh, 
12 guys that played in that match took, I think, 80% off the top. Seaboard took his own portion off the top of that. And then people who played pro rata throughout the year got a few, a little bu- a few bucks as well. So I think I got about 11 grand. And when I hit the sign next time, it was $90,000 in Canberra. Yep. I couldn't remember what I spent my $11,000 on, honestly. And I thought, you know what? I want to include the whole um, squad. Every guy that played in the squad that year for New South Wales, including the the room attendant, Merv Serres, um, the physio, Patrick Farhart, the, the coach, Steve Rickson, I want them to be part – we're all going to go to Hawaii. Right. And as I mentioned that on Channel 9 to Richie Benno, apparently the uh, the guy's phones lit up from all the wives saying, you are not fucking going to Hawaii with Shane. <laughs> and, um, and really sadly, Michael Bevan, who was um, – not playing in that game, under Steve Waugh's formula, he would have got $600. He went to New South Wales Cricket and made an official complaint <laughs> and said, Shane should do it like this. So they called me in and said, Shane, you do want to be New South Wales captain. We suggest strongly you do the same formula. I should have kept the Is cash. That true? That's 100% true. Wow. And I'm really, really disappointed because I now know I've got seven grand out of it, right? Yeah. I'm pretty, I can't remember who was even in that team now. Right? But if we went away to Hawaii, it would have been memories for life. And um, I did become New South Wales captain after that, but I'm, I'm really annoyed with myself. I should have told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> well, I think, I, think, I think I became New South Wales captain after you because you did go to Hawaii. So, how, how much money did you spend in Canberra before you made it back? Most of it? Well, that, well unfortunately, you couldn't cash that big check in. <laughs> it's a massive big check. That you know, you. You know, know, you know what's funny? You've just triggered my memory, Shane. Mm. So um, Mercantile Mutual morphed into ING. Um, and they had one year an extension of this sign thing. The hole um, in the middle. But they, the hole in the middle. And um, if you, if the bowler bowled a no ball, then the very next ball would be worth a million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Were there free hits then? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, don't know, but it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there it were free hits. Of it, um... But 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 so I was bowling to Shane Warne. Um, at Bankstown Oval, and I was having a ba- pretty bad time. And Shane actually was pretty good at slogging the the, mm. the spinners. Slog sweep over the. T- I went past the front line. Next ball, a million bucks. Chest high, fully on leg stump, <laughs> and he bashed it. As soon as he hit it, he curled it round the corner. Without exaggeration, it did fade. And it looked like it was going to hit the sign. Wow. On the internet, everybody's saying collusion. Shane and Stewie have sorted out a yeah. million bucks. Um, Shane went bananas and I was just head between knees. So it was a very, very embarrassing moment for me. There you go. And it's probably a good time for me to stop that story because <laughs> yes. it didn't look pretty for Stewie. Yeah, I was going to go on about a big hole. And um, anyway. Now, uh, all you cricket fans around the globe, uh, this is what you really love. This is Sharpie going global. All right, here we go. Plenty to get through, Stewie. So international, globally, the Windies hosting India. Are you, uh, hang on, are you saying we're going to do local globally as well? This uh, could get really long. Local global? You've That's got very Irish. You've got That's four minutes. Irish. All right. So um, yeah, the Windies won the first two, and they're, they're playing a a five match series. The Indians won game three. SK. Surya Kumar Yadav, the man, yeah. uh, in the third one, um, 83 off 44 balls. Listeners, if you haven't seen this guy bat, we're talking about guys playing 360. This yep. guy plays everywhere around the wicket. He, um, yeah, go on. This is, it's interesting to me. So this is the West Indies, who isn't a qualifying nation for the 50-over World Cup. Correct. Leading India, who's probably a contender to win the World Cup. This is T20. 
this is a, this is T twenty. Oh, this no? is T twenty. There we this go. T twenty. Fifty over is the uh, is the World Cup. Um, interesting anecdote from that game. The two teams walked out in the field, and there was now a thirty metre circle. So obviously the uh, ground staff must have had a late night. <laughs> they didn't put out the thirty <laughs> metre circle, so they had to they had to wait for that. A um, couple other big things happening. Uh, well, first of all, the Sri Lanka Premier League. Who could forget that? Twelve days left in that, and thirteen days until it's forgotten about. We've got uh, the Canadian Global T20 League has just Massive finished. League. The Montreal Tigers beat the Surrey Jaguars off the last ball. Dre Russ, Andre Russell hit uh, the winning runs. Captain did you of say the- Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. Who Montreal? Who Montreal? <laughs> Who's the captain of the Montreal Tigers, anyone? Chris Lynn. So he picks up another right. winner's check and then goes off to his next first-class flight to wherever it is for Short the next, legs uh, and long for the next tournament. Yep. Chris Lillin. Big stuff in the UK happening. <laughs> Lillin. The- That's good. Men's and women's 100 started. So this is polarised opinion from a lot of uh, people over there. The 100, is there any need for it? Is it just a gimmick? It does get the casual fan in to see how many beers they can drink in the space of three hours. It does. Um, It does, however, clash with the current county one-day cup. Which doesn't which, make any sense at all. Which back in the day was the Gillette Cup and then the, the Nat West. And there's been other one-day comps, uh, the Benson Hedges and stuff like that. So all the best players from the counties are playing in the, the franchises of the 100. Um, the games have only just started. A couple of teams won and lost game. There's only a couple of games. Josh Butler, leading run scorer. Uh, pick of the bowlers at the moment. Shaheen Shah Afridi. I don't know if you've seen this guy bowl. He is the big, big, big left armer. When we say big, we're talking two metres big. Two metres big. Wow. Six foot six in old money. Uh, I've actually seen him in person. I reckon he's taller than that. But yep. he's um, yeah, he's hooping the ball back in uh, from a from a height. He's Mate, the he's the man to watch if, with the ball. If, if you're six foot six, left arm, and you can swing it back, yeah. you're going to take wickets. You're a handful. You're a it's all about wickets. Let's and face it, if you're four foot six and you can swing yeah. them back into the right hand here yeah. and here, no handful. And the women's hundred. Just the, like I couldn't bowl. <laughs> no, women's hundred. Southern Brave look like the team to beat. They're led by England uh, bowler, former England bowler, Anya Shrubsole. Um Just a quick one on the on those counties. Um, what's your shrub? Anya Shrubsole. That's right. Um, oh. Just a quick one on those counties. So the one day, you guys both played. One day cricket, correct? County cricket in England. Summer, right? I played at Somerset and Worcester. Somerset, and you were at Knotts. Knotts, and played a game for Somerset. Yeah. yeah, but it was a big deal back in the eighties, nineties. I mean, massive. even back to the Gillette Cup in the seventies, and all the like. The West Indies were the team to beat in the eighties mm. in Test yep. cricket, but all the West Indian stars, Malcolm Marshall, Viv Richards, Clive Lord was coming to the end, but he was. Still, they all played yep. in the camp. Michael Holding played for Derbyshire. They all played. Kind of, it was a big deal. Yeah, massive deal. It was. Um, it was good times. I went there in 1996. Steve Orr said, go over and play. Um, don't worry what they pay you. That's good advice from Steve Orr. He always worried about what he got paid. But yeah. um, No, but it, it, it was a fantastic yeah. experience. Time's up, gentlemen. Yep. Um, Shane, yep. what's going on? You're going to depart? I, I've got to depart, boys. I've got, I've got a, a big interview I'm trying to source for next week. Um, right. I'm trying to bring in. Um, what we're going to do is try and find people outside of the world of wickets. Yes. What's their key moment? Okay. And have they got a story to share with us? So okay. I'm going out to uh, interview a couple people. I now. hope you're actually going out there to get some sponsors for us yeah. too, Shane. <laughs> we picked up our first sponsor this week. Uh, yes, we week, did. Weekender. Um, if you want to stay somewhere in the Hunter Valley, look no further than Weekender. Very good. That's where it's at. Shane's gone. Uh, obviously, the burst birthday festival continues. <laughs> the birthday week. He's trying to say he's going to do something for us. Get out of here, Shane. We rescheduled for you. Thank you, mate. Bye. You would have got long odds on you 
me and Shane all making 50, wouldn't you? Oh, well, that's a very good point too. <laughs> um, uh, thank you very much for going global, Sharpie. Uh, unfortunately, I've already jumped straight into yes, no and sorry, but I think we already did too. So this, remember, uh, guys, is the controversy corner. Uh, controversy. Controversy. <laughs> Um, nothing we ever talk about in this room is agreed upon until a good 17 minutes prior to the show being recorded. Yes, No, Sorry Today is, as you've just touched on, um, the first segment that we've got is the formats, okay? Yep. Now, we, we don't like the way that um, Test Cricket is being forgotten. Um, well, I don't like the way that Test Cricket is being forgotten, and I certainly don't like the way that um, England cricket has decided that it needs to be, you know, reformatted. It's not about limited overs. It's not. It's a five-day um, ordeal that both teams have to go through. It, it's the, the toughest thing in Test Cricket is when a team of, you know, strapping young lads bowls out the other team in less than the follow-on, they've got to prove how tough they are by enforcing the follow-on and going through it all again because the bowlers do carry a lot of the physical burden. Test cricket is hard work. It's nasty work. It's dirty work. I can imagine work. it is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's horrible, Sharpie. We've got the 100, which you've mentioned. We've got 50 over cricket, which, you know, for me is probably redundant. And we've got T20 as well as Test cricket. And Tell there's, me. The, there's the old 10 over bash around the world. There are. As well, well, anything for money, apparently. Uh, you just ask the leagues going around the world. Sharpie, as a spectator and as somebody who's played a lot of cricket um, in the provinces, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is the situation? I grew up loving Test cricket. Yep. That's me. And I know a lot of our listeners would be purists of the game. Uh, it's the format I love. I, I fear for um, Test cricket in terms of the people running the marketing departments and the sponsorship departments okay. in these organisations uh, because they're just after bottom line. And bottom line is important in cricket, don't get me wrong. These players have to get paid and sponsors are on board and people have to watch TV and you've got to get broadcast. Right? That, that is important. But I do worry about uh, Test cricket and I think it's a really good point there that you made uh, that Baz McCollum... I'm not sure if he's trying to reinvigorate Test cricket. As you said, he could be trying to reinvent it. And if he starts to reinvent Test cricket and then suddenly there's even talk of making it four-day Test matches, well, then we're down a slippery slope, a very slippery well, slope. Well, Ireland versus England this year was a four-day Test, wasn't it? Four-day Test. Yeah. Which I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Ireland's a, a very, very new to Test cricket. Only got um, Test status five years ago. They're a full-member nation. They are a full-member nation. So I don't mind that too much. Um, county cricket, leave that at four days, that's fine. But the test match, I, it's not really broken. I mean, people say, oh, no, no, it's not broken. You look at the crowds, you look at the viewing figures for the last Ashes. Okay, it might be mainly about the Ashes and Australia-India and England-India, I think, will rate very well yep. in January. But you look at all the other codes, all the, the Soccer World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, they try and bring on the emerging nations. 50 over cricket for me is the one that can probably go. Um, there's no need for me to see somebody occupying the crease in a short-form cricket match. Well, I don't think anything needs to go. It's just stop plugging more in there. Stop plugging more in there, yeah. 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 Um, that's, that's fair enough too. Listen, when we talk about four-day cricket for the first-class competitions around the world, like, like Sheffield Shield and county cricket, um, they have different over requirements per day too. So it's kind of a four-and-a-half over scheduled fixture. I don't want to see first-class cricket, including test cricket, become limited over slogathons because that's not what it's about. It's about the war of attrition. 
Yeah, maybe we should talk about overrates Time. next well, week. God. <laughs> uh, so, Sharpie, um, you're the magician. Um, have you managed to conjure, this is in and out, ladies and gentlemen, this is changes uh, to teams around the world. Today we're going to be talking about the teams that are being uh, forced to compete in one-day formats for Australia because we've just had a couple of uh, teams picked. There have been some ins and outs. Um, Sharpie, uh, you're the stats man today because Alex McGill is unavailable. What have you got for me? Well, I think the main uh, out from the Australian one-day squad is Minus Labashane. So uh, Minus has been left out of the squad. Um, I'm not sure if he was ever really that uh, much of a white ball specialist as such, and they're trying to pick um, horses for courses. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that first innings at the Oval where uh, he and Smithy, I think it was, uh, occupied the crease for quite some I know, him and Uzi occupied yeah. the crease for quite some time. I think Minus made eight off 80 balls. I don't think that did him any favours. Didn't do him any favours, no. Um, and he only averages about that. He's only scored 100, 30 games, 100. Um, so I wasn't really surprised that he was left out. But as you say, yeah, did himself no favours in the it's, test match. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because Manus went into that uh, test series being one of the two chosen batsmen. You know, him and Smudge uh, were, you know, on the... Crest of a wave with with Usman Khawaja. Um, Travis Head, mind you, was ranked number three test batsman in the world going into that series. Um, Marnus has fallen down, hasn't he? He has indeed. So actually just mentioned Steve Smith there. So Australia go to South Africa to play three T20 internationals. They've decided to open the batting with Steve Smith. So Steve Smith's going to be at the top of the order. So we've we've picked our batting order. (laughs) <laughs> a month out from a tournament. No, no, this is for the T20s. Oh, right. Steve Smith's going to open the batting. Mitchell Marsh will lead that side. So he's captain now. He's the captain of the 20-hour side. So Pat Cummins, you may notice he bowled with a, uh, a bandage on his wrist at the, yes. the last test. He um, he has a fractured wrist bone. That was his left wrist, yes? Yep. Left wrist. Yep. So he will hopefully be back, from Australia's point of view, he'll hopefully be back for the 50-over World Cup in October to captain the side. A couple of new faces, Aaron Hardy and Tanvir Sanger would be the new faces. Now, they may not make a first-choice 11. Um, and other names who are back in the fold who we haven't seen for a little while because we've been concentrating on the red ball, the likes of um, Sean Abbott, Nathan Ellis, Ashton Agar, Glenn Maxwell, these kind of guys. Adam Zampa, of course. Yeah, Zampa's um, amazing. Thanks, Peter. Have you had much to do or anything to I do with had Adam? had quite a lot to do with Zampa uh, before he left um, New South Wales to go to South Australia. Obviously, he's back now. But he, um, statistically speaking, um, there's nobody in the world who can argue with, uh, you know, this guy's effectiveness. He, he wins games for Australia in all white ball formats. And, and I think he's a very, very handy cricket player. And, you know, he's a little bit to the left of centre, which kind of uh, amuses yeah. me as well, to be honest. But I, 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 I'm, I'm curious about this Mitch Marsh selection. Well, just quickly on Adam Zampa. Zampa. A lot of people have been surprised that he, he's never been considered for red ball cricket. Is that his choice, selector's choice, the captain's choice? Well, um, look, uh, you know, um, if cricket's a numbers game, then unfortunately um, the numbers don't sort of stack up. So, uh, but I, look, I, as I said, I think if we concentrate on what the main event for Adam is at the moment, white ball formats, yep. he bowls at the stumps, he attacks the stumps and he's got enough variety to take wickets. Yep. Mitchell Marsh, yep. is that surprising to you? Um, no, no, I don't think he so. Wasn't, he's, he's captain teams all the way since junior cricket, Australia 19s and, and all the way up. And he, he showed a bit of leadership in the, in the Ashes by taking <laughs> taking on the English bowlers. Um 
he's always been a great great cricketer, um, but he has been maligned on occasion. Um, he's been selected by George Bailey. One thing I've got to say to you, never trust a man who smiles all the time. Right. <laughs> I managed to just sneak that in there, didn't I? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the final countdown. Um, the final countdown today uh, is really about the next time we're going to see anybody playing with a red ball. Hopefully at clubs all around Australia um, and the Southern Hemisphere at the moment, there are people who are training with red balls. Um, I do think that it's... Uh, it is the cornerstone of our game, I mentioned before to Shane. They call us, uh, you know, the baggy greens. Um, when you play for New South Wales, it's the baggy blues. It's, um, it's the maroons if you're playing up in Queensland. It's got to do with the colour of your first-class hat. And, and I think that first-class cricket is the foundation of what we're doing. The next test matches, uh, Australia's playing Pakistan in December. South Africa and India are playing in Boxing Day. Um, and then England is not playing until the 2nd of January 2024. So it's a long, long time away for everybody. To be fair, Sharpie, everybody's playing, uh, you know, in the World Cup. Everybody's playing. We've got the, the 50 over World Cup coming up. But, um, uh, you know, it's going to be a long Long time it's between a long wait. It's a long wait, and it'll be interesting uh, what the Australian team looks Who's like. Going to be captain? Who's going to be captain of the Australian cricket team uh, in December? Well, I think Pat Cummins will still be there. Um, no reason not to, unless he decides to hang up the blazer himself. I, I think he, he'll be there. So, yeah, Australia hosts Pakistan. Um, South Africa, India, that'll be an interesting test series well, in, especially in for South India, Africa. Especially for India, because then they go straight from uh, South Africa to playing that five five test series against Yeah, that England. starts at the end of, end of January. Will um, Jimmy Anderson be in India? He actually has quite a good record in India. Averaged about 15 in a couple of series there. Uh, they, they did well there in 2012 and 2021. Interesting comment from Ravi Ashwin during the week when he was talking about... The how, best spin bowler in the world at the moment. Yeah, about Basball. He said, oh, well, Basball would never suit India because if you ran down the wicket, like he said, like Harry Brook did, um, you'd just be dropped. That's it. You just you just get dropped. So well, <laughs> look. I mean, it's an interesting. As I said, I I, I believe that uh, Ravi Ashwin is the best spin bowler in, in in the world at the moment. In the absence of Nathan Lyon, it's head and shoulders. Um, but when Australia toured India in uh, nineteen ninety eight, um, the opening batsman and uh, you know. Um, uh, for India, used to practice by running as far down the pitch as they could. They were facing uh, Shane Warne and Gavin Robertson, right. um, and they were regularly getting a third of the way down the pitch. <laughs> so obviously, uh, the t- the tide has turned. There's been other sport in the world this week. Um, Australia has won the netball World Cup, um, yep. <laughs> beating England. <laughs> and uh, our, I think our UA section next week could be well. France are playing the Matildas <laughs> this weekend. So UA la France. Win or lose, uh, win or lose, uh, we have to discuss that we next week. Should. One final thing, final countdown. I might have a more of an update for you next yes. week. The massive controversy, yes, um, of course, with the changing of that ball in the fifth test. Oh yeah. Um, so the owner of Duke's Cricket Balls is... Best fellow, cricket balls in the world. Yep, yeah, fellow by the name of Dilip Jajodia. Uh-huh. 
He has said, right, we're going to launch a full investigation. There was a claim that he's, he's rejected, but there was a claim that they actually used some balls from four years ago. Really? From the series four years ago, the old. So Surrey County Cricket Club have denied that there's going to be a full investigation, if you really care. There was, a, the there, was a picture, the there was a picture that you sent me uh, during the week, and we won't post it just in case it's not. It's been it's unverified, the picture um, that you sent me during the week, which showed the box of balls... Uh, that uh, were selected from. Yep. And the only ball in there that was worth playing cricket with was the one that they eventually selected. And Usman Khawaja's quote was, well, they couldn't have cho- uh, chosen anything else yeah. because the rest of them were dog's balls. Who now, knows? That that picture's been doing the rounds, I'm sure most of the listeners have seen it. It's been doing the rounds. It. Most listeners would have heard it, seen it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's unverified, as I said. But if that did contain, you know, 18 dogs, 17 dog's balls and one good one, Disgrace, hang your head in shame, that sort of thing. Anyway, that's Wickets. Um, that was the final countdown. Uh, thank you for listening to Wickets. Everybody loves Wickets. We love Wickets. Sharpie, do you love Wickets? Love Wickets. Wickets win matches, I think. Uh, please subscribe, repost, like and share. At uh, Wickets208 on Twitter and Instagram. And follow with five stars on Spotify and Apple. If you want to give it a review, we'd like that too. Any uh, questions, let us know maybe as well. Yes. If Anything got, you want to hear. If you've got questions, you can email us, wickets208 at gmail.com. Um, see you next week with Fresh Bowlers, more overs and more... Wickets. That's it. <laughs>